Today is the 9th day of February. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is wonderful to be here with you around the global campfire today. Another day, another step forward. As we continue the journey of the back half of our week. And continue our journey forward through the book of Exodus. And uh, we're learning now about priest, the priesthood, this distinctive order of people that will remind the society, the children of Israel, who God is, where they came from, where they're going, who they are. And so they're being set apart in a certain way. And so they're going to wear certain kind of clothes. And once again, as uh, a reminder, we're out in the wilderness with these guys. Mount Sinai is where we're at. They're down below the children of Israel. A million people, according to the Bible, like out, spread out across the landscape. Moses is up on the top receiving these instructions that are going to organize the people and ultimately change their identity from slavery to that of chosen people, a nation of priests to reveal God to the world. And so we pick up that story, Exodus chapter 29, verse 1 through 30, verse 10 today. This is what you shall do to them to set them apart as holy so that they can minister to me in the priest's office. Take one young bull and two rams without defect, unleavened bread, unleavened rolls mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil. Make them from fine wheat flour. Put them into one basket and bring them in the basket when you bring the bull and the two rams. Bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting and wash them with water. Take the garments and put them on Aaron, the tunic, the robe to be worn under the vest, the vest, and the pouch. Clothe him with the sash of the vest. Set the turban on his head and put the holy crest on the turban. Then take the anointing oil and pour it on his head to anoint him. You shall bring his sons and put tunics on them. Clothe them with sashes, Aaron and his sons, and bind small pointed turbans on them. And they shall possess the priesthood by means of a perpetual regulation. You shall ordain Aaron and his sons for their work. Bring the bull in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on the head of the bull. Slaughter the bull in the presence of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. Take all the fat that covers the internal organs, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, and burn them on the altar. But the meat of the bull, its hide and its intestines and their contents, you shall burn with fire outside the camp. This is a sin offering. Then take the first ram... Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram, slaughter the ram, and take its blood and splash it all around the altar. You shall cut the ram into pieces, wash its internal organs and its legs, and put them with the other pieces and with its head. You shall burn the whole ram on the altar. This is a whole burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord." 
Then take the other ram. Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on the head of the ram. Then you shall slaughter the ram. Take some of its blood and put it on the tip of Aaron's right ear, on the tip of the right ear of his sons, on the thumb of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot, and splash the blood all around the altar. Take some of the blood that is on the altar and some of the anointing oil and spatter it on Aaron and on his garments and on his sons and on the garments of his sons who are with him. So he and his garments and his sons and his son's garments shall be consecrated. From this ram, take the fat, the fat tail, the fat that covers the internal organs, the lobe of the liver, the two kidneys with the fat that is on them, and the right thigh, for this is a ram for the dedication, and one loaf of bread, one roll made with oil, and one wafer out of the basket of unleavened bread that is before the Lord. You shall put all this in Aaron's hands and in his son's hands, and you shall wave them as a wave offering before the Lord. Then you shall take them from their hands and burn them on the altar for the burnt offering as a pleasant aroma before the Lord. This is an offering made by fire to the Lord. Take the breast from Aaron's ram of ordination and wave it as a wave offering before the Lord, and it shall be your portion of the sacrifice. Consecrate the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the elevated offering, which are waved and lifted up from the ram of ordination. They are for Aaron and his sons. It shall belong to Aaron and his sons perpetually as their portion of the offering from the people of Israel, because it is an elevated offering. It shall be an elevated offering from the people of Israel from their sacrifices, from their fellowship offerings, that is, their elevated offering to the Lord. The holy garments of Aaron shall belong to his descendants after him, so they are to wear them while they are being anointed and ordained for their work. The son who is to be high priest in Aaron's place shall put them on for seven days when he comes into the tent of meeting to minister in the holy place. Take the ram of ordination and boil its meat in a holy place. Aaron and his son shall eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket at the entrance of the tent of meeting. They shall eat those things with which atonement was made at their ordination and consecration. But a non-priest shall not eat them, because they are holy. If any of the meat or the bread from the ordination remains until the next morning, you shall burn the remainder with fire. It must not be eaten, because it is holy." This is what you shall do to Aaron and to his sons, exactly as I have commanded you. You shall ordain them for seven days. Every day you shall offer a bull as a sin offering for atonement, and you shall purify the altar when you make atonement for it, and you shall anoint it to make it holy. For seven days you shall make atonement for the altar to make it holy. The altar shall be most holy. Whatever touches the altar shall become holy. Now this is what you shall offer on the altar regularly, every day. Two lambs a year old. The first lamb you shall offer in the morning, and the other lamb you shall offer at twilight. With the first lamb offer two quarts of fine flour mixed with a quart of beaten olive oil and a quart of wine for a drink offering. The other lamb you shall offer at twilight, 
And you shall offer with it the same grain offering and the same drink offering as in the morning, for a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. It shall be presented as a regular burnt offering throughout your generations at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. There I will meet with you to speak to you. There I will meet with the people of Israel, and the place will be made holy by my glory. I will consecrate the tent of meeting and the altar. I will also consecrate Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. I will dwell among the people of Israel, and I will be their God. They will know that I am the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, so that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. You shall make an altar on which to burn incense. Make it of acacia wood. It is to be 18 inches long and 18 inches wide. It is to be square and three feet high. Its horns are to be one piece with it. Overlay it with pure gold, its top, all its sides and its horns. Make a gold border around it. Make two gold rings to place under its border. Make them for each of its two opposite sides. They will serve as holders for poles with which to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. Put the altar in front of the veil that hides the Ark of the Testimony, in front of the atonement seat that is above the testimony, where I will meet with you. Aaron shall burn incense made of fragrant spices on it every morning. When he tends the lamps, he shall burn the incense. When Aaron lights the lamps at twilight, he shall burn it as regular incense before the Lord throughout your generations. You shall offer no other incense on it, no burnt offering and no grain offering, and you shall pour no drink offering on it. Aaron shall make atonement on its horns once a year. With the blood of the sin offering for atonement, once a year he shall make atonement for it throughout your generations. It is most holy to the Lord. Matthew 26, 14-46 Then one of the twelve, the one named Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas was looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. On the first day of the festival of unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Where do you want us to make preparations for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My time is near. I will observe the Passover with my disciples at your house. The disciples did as Jesus commanded them and prepared the Passover. When evening came, Jesus was reclining at the table with the twelve. As they were eating, he said, Amen, I tell you, one of you will betray me. They were very sad and began to say to him one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He replied, The one who dipped his hand in the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man is going just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. 
Judas, who betrayed him, replied, Surely not I, Rabbi. He said to him, Yes, you are the one. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples. He said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you that I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. So after they sang a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, This night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go ahead of you into Galilee. Peter answered him, Even if all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Amen, I tell you, tonight, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will never deny you. And all the disciples said the same. Then Jesus went with them to the place called Gethsemane. He told his disciples, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and he began to be sorrowful and distressed. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went a little farther, fell on his face and prayed. He said, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. He came to the disciples and found them sleeping. He said to Peter, So were you not able to stay awake with me for one hour? Watch and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to pass from me unless I drink it, may your will be done. Again he returned and found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. He left them again, went away and prayed a third time. He said the same words as before. Then he returned to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour is near and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Look, my betrayer is near. Psalm 31, 19-24 Closing Praise How great is your goodness which you store up for those who fear you, which you deliver for those who take refuge in you in the presence of the people. You hide them in your presence from the schemes of man. You conceal them in your shelter from accusing tongues. Blessed be the Lord because he made his mercy wonderful for me when I was in a besieged city. In my alarm, I said, I am cut off from before your eyes. But you heard the sound of my cry for mercy when I cried out to you. 
Love the Lord, all his favored ones. The Lord preserves the faithful, but he pays back in full the one who acts proudly. Be strong and let your heart be firm, all you who wait confidently for the Lord. Proverbs 8, 14-26 Good advice and sound judgment are mine. I, understanding, have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers administer justice. By me, officials govern, as well as nobles and all just judges. I certainly love those who love me. And those who eagerly look for me, find me. Riches and honor are with me, as well as enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, better than pure gold, and what I produce is better than fine silver. I walk on the path of righteousness, down the middle of the pathways of justice, so I can provide a rich inheritance to those who love me, and I can fill their treasuries The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way, before his works of long ago. From eternity I was appointed, from the beginning, from before the origin of the earth. When there were no deep waters, I was brought forth. When there were no springs filled with water, before the mountains were settled in place, before the hills, I was brought forth. When he had not yet made land or fields, or the first dust of the world. Okay, so today is day 40 on our journey of the year. And so if we think back, like back to the beginning of the year, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but in some ways it does. But we can kind of contextualize a couple things. Like if we'll remember the story of Noah, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, according to the scriptures. So that would be like from today back to New Year's Day. Or Jesus was fasting in the Judean wilderness, being tempted as his ministry was beginning. And that lasted for 40 days. And so that's like back from New Year's Day until now. How many of you are still on your fast? How many of you are still hitting the gym? Thankfully, you're still here, right? And so we can do this and keep going. And since we're here kind of at this mark, let's just look back at, at where we've been in the Old Testament. So like in the book of Exodus right now, we're out in the wilderness and it's it's been a month now that we've been tracking the story about how the children of Israel even came to be. It was this promise to Abram, whose name became Abraham when he, be, when he came into covenant with God. And then, and then that passed to this miraculous son of his old age, and his name was Isaac. And then Isaac had two sons, Jacob and Esau. And then Jacob had 12 sons. And when Jacob's name was changed to Israel, and that's how this term, the children of Israel comes to be. That's, they're, they're Jacob's children the children of Israel, because his name changed to to Israel. And so that's who they are, the children of Israel. Joseph was one of those children. 
uh, a really special one of Jacob's children. And so the jealousy of, of the brothers caused them to sell their brother, traffic him, human traffic Joseph into slavery. And he winds up in Egypt, and it's dreadful. But in the end, he, he becomes the second in command to the Egyptian pharaoh of his time. And because of that, the entire family and this promise is protected. And the children of Israel end up in Egypt, where they stay for 430 years. And then God comes to free them. And we watch that. He comes for them to rescue them from slavery and remake them into these chosen people. And we watch that plague after plague after plague. We watch the Egyptians be reduced until they would let his people go. And then we watched uh, Pharaoh's army be destroyed at the Red Sea as the Egyptians crossed over on dry ground. And so now we're out in the wilderness on the other side of the Red Sea at Mount Sinai. And God is giving these really detailed instructions on basically how, how these people are supposed to be organized so that they are a nation, so that they are a people, a culture of holy people, and how, how the, that kind of people will conduct themselves toward one another, toward their surrounding nations, toward their God. And it's, it's creating a completely different identity for them as a nation. I mean, all they've ever known is to be slaves. So this is a whole new thing for them. And so what we're, what we're reading now is eventually going to be known as the law or the law of Moses or the Mosaic law. And it will be referred to a lot. In fact, we like as, as we jump into the New Testament each day and we're walking alongside Jesus, we see the teachers of the law. We see people coming to test Jesus basically on his knowledge of the law. So what we're reading in Exodus this is what we're talking about. This is being given. And so that's like, that's a, that's 40 days. So if we look back over like a month and a half, we can see that uh, the Bible is not quite as unapproachable. And I mean, it's a mysterious kind of cryptic book in a lot of ways, but it's, it's not as unapproachable and irrelevant as we might think it actually shows us ourselves. And if we follow this story, it shows the making of God's people. And it's a vibrant thing and a beautiful thing, especially when it becomes the mirror into our souls and we can't escape, <laughs> which it happens all the time. I guess that's a little bit of a recap. That's where we are in this story as we move through the Old Testament and we'll continue that journey tomorrow. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to be on this journey together each and every day, step by step, day by day, piece by piece, each time going through. And as we walk the pathways of life, your word is here to guide us. And we open ourselves to your Holy Spirit's guidance in our lives through the power of the scriptures. Come Holy Spirit. We ask in the name of Jesus, Amen. DailyAudioBible.com That is home base. It's the website. It's where you find out what's going on around here. And so, yep, check it out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. 
There are resources that are available for the journey that we are on. Everything from being able to kind of look into in, in video form, look into so many of the places that we're visiting in the scriptures or in photographic form, like the Promised Land Coffee Table Edition lets you look into so many of the places that we're visiting in the scriptures. Uh, all the way to the like the new snapback hats. Beautiful special edition for this quarter. Just all kinds of stuff. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you deeply. Thank you humbly. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner or the mailing address. It's P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Good morning, my dear family. Um, it's Susan from Canada. Got yellow flower calling. And I just want to pray today for Nathaniel and for all of our loved ones who are addicted or abusing drugs and alcohol. Um, and I just lift them up to you, Lord God. And I just ask you to draw them into the pig pen like the prodigal son who went off partying and carrying on and um, and ended up in the pig pen and he came home to his father and I pray that these children and loved ones of ours will come home to you Lord God and they will find you celebrating and and waiting for them with open arms. Lord God, we pray that you would put people in their path to lead them, direct them, and help them on their way to you. And Lord God, let them set them free, set them free from everything that holds them back from you. We pray this all in the blessed and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hello, DAB. God bless you all. A woman called in regarding her cousin who lost his stepson. And five months ago, she lost his wife, Father God. He questions, why do you hate him so much? He's angry and bitter and confused, Father God. We just lift him up before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Father God, reveal your love to him. Reveal the cross to him, Father God, that he may see that it is not hate that you have for him, that it is love, nothing but pure love. That, Father God, that when he sees the cross, he sees the sacrifice, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that he sees how you bore all our sins, Father God, on your shoulders the day you went on that cross, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, heal his wounds, Father God. Wrap your love around him, Father God. Let him know that you are walking this 
through with him, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. And we thank you in advance that he may be a witness to your love, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Linnea from LA, your 95-year-old mom hospitalized. I am praying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, to heal her ribs and vertebrae, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father God. Help her, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as she has aged and is fragile, Father God, in the name of Jesus. But you can strengthen her, Father God, in the name of Jesus, because that is what you do, Father God. Then we thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. A woman you called... You know, being a caregiver for your father and your sister. Father God, help her, Father God, be that caregiver, Father God. Help her in the name of Jesus to be able to do for them as she's doing unto you, Father God. Strengthen her, equip her, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you in advance, Lord, because you are mighty. Esther from Woodhaven, New York. Hey guys, this is Miranda from SC, and I wanted to um, give a shout-out prayer to Susan from Canada, Godzilla Flower. I just got done listening to you in the community prayer, and I just want to lift you up, sister, um, with everything that you guys have going on. I pray that you guys have strength through this difficult time. Um, I'm praying for wisdom and knowledge to make these tough decisions that you guys have to deal with and make, and I'm praying for your daughter um, that there's that she does not have any uh, any cancer or anything going on with her also. Um, so, dear Lord, I want to lift this family up, Heavenly Father, that you touch them and their family and um, that you lift them up and fill their needs how you know they need to be filled. In your way, I pray. Amen. Hi, Daily Audio Bible family. This is, I'll go by Desert Rose. I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> And I could share you some prayer today. I just dropped my husband off at the airport. To, uh, he's moving to Oregon to start a new life. We're in the middle of a divorce. It's almost over, maybe any month or two. And uh, I'm not calling to ask that the marriage be saved because I've had confirmation that that I I need to move on. When I met him, I led him to Jesus and he turned his back and wants to go the way of the world and that was the only condition he would stay married basically if I would live that way as well. That lifestyle and I I'm worried for him. I need prayer for peace for me and for my heart to heal, but I'm mostly worried for his salvation. And please pray for him. He was, uh, he's from India originally, Punjabi, and he's one of the most precious things to me ever. So please pray and pray for my heart. Thank you so much. 